Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, September bringing record-breaking heat. I'd rather it be this weather when I'm at the beach or anywhere about school. Making a return to classrooms without AC especially challenging. We've got the scorching forecast and when you can expect some relief. Plus, American tennis players shining at the U.S. Open as the next generation of stars make history. I think today was definitely the best that I played the whole whole tournament, regardless of the score. Is the American tennis drought at the Open finally over? We've got the highlights. And they made it. A pair of entrepreneurs made in shoe heaven, out to solve a footwear dilemma. They're stylish flats and they look great, but they're secretly a slipper. How they built a million dollar brand. Today, Wednesday, September 6th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the third hour of today. We've got the whole gang back together. Al, Chanel, Craig, what day is it? Hump day! It's also oh, my God. nephew's No, I did it. Oh, he did it? Yeah, okay. it was a little Hump day! There we go! Mike, 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 Mike. It's also my nephew Jake's birthday today. It's happy his birthday, 11th birthday, Jake. so happy birthday, Jake. Happy birthday, Jake. Yeah. Good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. We, had, we have a phenomenal story in the works. Um, we'll tell you about it in weeks to come. So I wasn't off. I was on assignment. Oh, that's yeah. a nice Good tease. reporting wow. coming up. Okay. Yeah. Our top story today, though, you've probably experienced it yourself. This late summer heat wave, record-breaking temperatures, sweltering large swaths of this country right now, making back to school just a little more challenging. Some districts are forced to cut the days short to keep students safe. NBC's Kristen Dahlgren, she's in Concord, New Hampshire, where temperatures may reach 90, perhaps even higher than 90 today. So, Kristen, this this heat posing some major issues for kids heading back to school. What's the latest from there? Yeah, you know, Craig, I was watching uh, for our piece that we did earlier, these interviews from kids around the country, and the one thing they were all talking about was the sweat, literally Mm -hmm. sticking to their desk. Because think about it, a lot Mm -hmm. of schools don't have air conditioning, especially in places like this where they don't really see this type of temperature during the school year that often. And so schools are having to make adjustments. In some places, that means a shorter day. Uh, Here, they've been limiting outdoor recess. They're looking at whether they're going to have to cancel outdoor sports again this afternoon, because while the temperature is going to be uh, close to 90 or maybe a little above, it is going to feel like mid to high 90s. So some really sweltering temperatures ahead. 81 million Americans across 18 states are now under heat alerts. Yesterday, we saw 40 records broken today. 50 records are at risk. So wow. it is going to be hot in a lot of places. A lot of really hot children out I mean, there Kristen, is there anything parents can do? I remember being on the bus and you get up and there's like sweat. But anything for kids, you know, maybe when they get on the bus or even sweaty classrooms. 
Right. And that's a good point because, you know, think about it. A lot of buses aren't air conditioned yeah. either. And kids can spend a long time on the bus going to school, coming back. So parents think about it. Maybe you can drive them today in the air conditioning if that's possible. Make sure they have water bottles with them. Hydration is going to be key. A lot of schools are going to have some extra cooling stations out, coolers with water uh, for kids. And then, of course, dressing appropriately in those cool clothes and, and teaching them about staying in the shade when they can and, um, you know, just really knowing and understanding how exertion in this type of heat could be dangerous. Kristen, you get inside now, too. Thank you. You know, the interesting thing, I think school boards... Will do. uh, Thanks, Kristen. All all across, especially in places like Concord and places like that, because of climate change, they're going to have to rethink retrofitting their schools about, about, you know, mitigating for this kind of heat. Those giant metal fans only do so much. This is not going away. Speaking of uh, hydration in my house, to encourage Delano and Sybil to drink water, we have a a motto. What is it? Hydrate or dihydrate. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's a little extreme, but I, I, but I guess wow. it gets but, the point. But okay, it's let very me guess who created that one. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Dang, Craig. Craig but Craig's, you know what? It works. Craig's got one. Bourbon or squirming? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look, show you what's uh, going on as far as these temperatures. Uh, over the next three days, it, it's going to be starting off hot in the Northeast and around the Great Lakes, but then a front comes through and drops those temperatures. Look at Chicago from 84 to 69, Washington 100 to, uh, to 90, but down south, the temperature is going to stay in the 90s and the low 100s. And we've also got what is now Tropical Storm Lee, which will most likely rapidly intensify, uh, become a major hurricane. The American model keeps it uh, north of Puerto Rico this week and then curve toward Bermuda next week. European model is pretty much in agreement. But keep in mind, this is seven to 10 days out. So we're going to have to really watch this. But we, the one thing we do know, this will become possibly category three, maybe even a four uh, mm. before we can figure out where it's going. So we'll be watching this all week. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of hot American tennis players, they are heating up the courts at the U.S. Open this year. We're days away from the finals, but it's already feeling like a win for Team USA. NBC's Stephanie Gosk joins us on this story. Good morning. Steph. All right, guys. Good morning. Listen, you don't have to be a tennis fan. This is so much <laughs> this fun is awesome. to watch this year. American tennis is having a moment, and it's even sweeter on U.S. soil. For the first time in more than 50 years, Four black Americans played in the quarterfinals Tuesday, and two of them, Coco Goff and Ben Shelton, punched their tickets to the semifinals, leading this new generation of talented American tennis stars. Overnight, history unfolding at center court. 20-year-old Ben Shelton taking on 25-year-old Francis Tiafo. The first time two black American men have faced off in the U.S. Open quarterfinals. And it was a nail-biter. After four sets on a humid New York night, Shelton using his high-speed serve to beat his friend and fellow countryman. The young star celebrating his win with the crowd. Shelton now the youngest American man to reach the semifinals since Andy Roddick in 2003. Americans are indeed having a moment. Earlier Tuesday, 19-year-old tennis superstar Coco Goff smashed her way to her first-ever U.S. Open semifinals winning her 10th match in a row, defeating Latvian Yelena Ostapenko in straight sets. I think today was definitely the best that I played the whole all tournament, regardless of the score. She's the first American team to reach the U.S. Open semifinals since Serena Williams more than two decades ago. She's my idol, and I think if you told me when I was younger that I would be in these same like stat lines as her, I would freak out. 
When Williams stepped away from the sport after last year's U.S. Open, many wondered what American tennis would look like without her. But now Goff and her fellow American players are proving they have what it takes to fill those very big tennis shoes. But not every American made it through. Novak Djokovic beat Taylor Fritz. Continuing his streak, he has never lost to an American at the U.S. Open. The number two ranked Serbian celebrating his win, singing a Beastie Boys tune. Djokovic is heading into his 47th semifinal match, passing Roger Federer with the most Grand Slam semifinals ever, with a new generation of American tennis stars looking to hold serve on their home court. We have a real opportunity to get some trophies, maybe on all ends of the event, and that would be really exciting. But it's a great time to be an American tennis player. So today we'll have another chance to watch Americans take the court when Madison Keys plays in a quarterfinals match. If she wins, it would be one step closer to an all-American U.S. Open finals with Coco Goff, which would be super exciting. Goff will also play in the doubles quarterfinals with her partner Jessica Pegula, and Ben Shelton will pair up with Taylor Townsend for the mixed doubles semi. That happens today. Uh, exciting times. Yeah. This is an interesting stat. Ben Shelton was ranked 165 earlier this summer. Yeah, wow. At the end of the U.S. Open, he will be in the top 20. That's wow. Crazy. Good yeah. for him. It's yeah, like you said, awesome. even if you're not a diehard tennis fan, yeah. anybody yeah. can oh, get on board. You can't help but get into it. Yeah. yeah, and these kids, and I'll call them kids because I can. That's yeah. right. <laughs> are super fun to watch. Thank you, Steph. Okay, still ahead on the third hour of today, the power of a good habit, how to break a bad one, and how to be more productive in our everyday lives. And then later in She Made It, how two women transformed comfy house slippers into a footwear line and a booming business. Third hour today, I'll be right back. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So in today's checklist, we're going to get back into the swing of things this fall by implementing good habits into our mm. lives. But how do we make those habits last? Well, here to guide us is board-certified psychiatrist, Dr. Sue Varma. Dr. Varma, good to Thank see you. Good morning. Good Thank to you. have you back. Good morning. So, so first of all, what, what constitutes a habit? Yes. So the anatomy of, of a habit is having an intention. I want to make a change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having a decision-making plan. How am I going to make that change? Then you want to act. 
get everything lined up and put it in motion. And the final and most important piece is automation because we want it to become routine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so a, you, oh, a habit is routine. Right? Absolutely. Yes. And we, we have eliminated choice because a lot of times people say, you know, I don't make good choices. And the reality is a choice is the enemy of habit, right? Because we are subject to decision-making fatigue. I'm motivated. I'm not motivated. I'm tired. So we want to be able to routinize something as much as possible. Okay. So a lot of kids going back to school now. Why is this a good time to start a new habit? Yes. So fall is a good time just as any. People think it has to be the beginning of the year, and I don't agree with that. Anytime you want to have a change in your life, you want to streamline something. You want to make it simple and automated. Going back to school is crazy-making for a lot of parents. It so is. you really want to have things in place. You know, and what we don't really is that so much of our habits are determined by our emotions, our attitudes, our behaviors. All of this determine our habits, and our habits determine our health. Mm. People don't realize that 80% of our health is determined by our habits, Ooh. and we can change that. People don't realize. They think genetics is so important. Oh, I, my family has a diabetes and cholesterol. There's nothing I can do. 80%, so it's huge. And what we need, need to realize is that you have far more control than you think. People want to leave things to choice, but if I say if you want to get something done, you want to make it a habit. Okay. Uh, just really quickly, because I've seen the word automate come up twice. Yes. How, how does one automate a habit? Yes. So here's the thing is you have to really eliminate barriers. So that's where the decision making comes in to say, what is going to be easy for me? A lot of times people want to do two new habits at once. For example, you want to have a workout routine. Don't do it at five in the morning if you happen to not be a morning person. Right. So if you are not a morning person, that is not the time to start something. So you want to make something easy. You want to make it accessible. You want to make it fun. Get a buddy in with you. Say, let's meet after work, 6 p.m. Let's meet at the track. Let's go for a jog. Um, and you want to keep it new and you want to keep it fresh. How do you distinguish between a good habit and a, and a bad habit? Yes. So here's the thing, Craig, is that bad habits really are not about bad choices. They're really about not having a habit at all. Mm. Right. And so what happens is, let's say 10 p.m. at night last night, I was like, oh, I'm kind of stressed. I'm preparing for a talk. I've got a lot of stuff to do. And I want to lean in the fridge. And I'm like, no. No, I don't do that. I don't right. eat. That's just for me personally. That yes. Oh. That's your habit. And that's because I was like, what do I choose? No, I'm, it's not a matter of making choice because at 10 p.m. at night, I have already made the average person makes 30,000 choices in a day. Ooh, 200 what? of them are of food alone. Mm, and we I do know that. when we look at judges, when we look at doctors, they have less mercy for people at the end of the day. Judges don't want to give parole to, the, to people. Mm-hmm. Doctors are not giving out pain medication at the end of the day because they're tired. And mm-hmm. we don't want to mm-hmm. leave it to that kind of decision making. Do a forecast like that. <laughs> we only have about a minute left. I was yes. looking at your steps towards a routine, making yes. habits easy. You've talked about that. Associate with positive emotions, a time or a place. And then I see you have habit stacking. I don't yes. know. What is habit yes. stacking? So habit stacking is taking something. If you already have a good habit, let's say you happen to drink a lot of water and you keep your bottle at your desk where it's visible and you need to take vitamins and that's not something that's new or you need to take medication. Do it at the time that you drink the water. So you want to pair you're already doing. something that you're already doing. Pair it together. Okay. And in terms of being able to maintain good habits, because a lot of times people say I can start it, but I fall off the wagon about a month in and that's totally normal. You want to keep things new and exciting. You change it up a little bit. If you're somebody who happens to say, okay, I took a Pilates mat class, but I'm kind of getting bored of it, but I, I did like it. So up it, up the ante a little bit and say, maybe I'll do the reformer. If you've been jogging for a year and have a challenge, say I'm going to do a 5k, maybe next year I'll do a 10k, maybe I'll do a half marathon. Okay. Do it with a buddy, be accountable, have a habit tracker, keep a journal, keep a spreadsheet. One habit um, th- thing that I love is let's 
you're not somebody who remembers or wants to wake up in the morning, give your sneakers the night before to a neighbor or to a friend and say, we're going to work out together. You bring my shoes, I bring your shoes. Oh, wow. yes. that's funny. That's I like that's a good one. Sneaker swap. Yeah. Sneaker swap. Okay, that's right. really good. And then you want, you're held accountable because you have their sneakers. Yep. Yes, exactly. yes. And some of us are more accountable to others than we are exactly. to ourselves. Totally. Dr. Varma, great advice. Good advice. Really Thanks great. so much. Really Thank appreciate you. that. For more on building good habits, go to today.com. Awesome. All right. Well, coming up next, two women set out to solve a problem in footwear, turning comfortable slippers into stylish shoes. And that has even gotten the likes of Meghan Markle. And later, Carlos and Alexa Penavega in studio with their new book that challenges readers to make the world a better place. We're going to catch up with them when we come right back. installment of one of our favorite series, She Made It. Two friends set out to solve a problem in footwear, staying fashionable and comfortable in and outside of the house. Our Today Lifestyle and Commerce contributor, Jill Martin Brooks, shares how that one idea has now grown into a multi-million dollar company. We were just kind of frustrated at the lack of fashionable shoes for the home. And I thought, this is funny. Like, why hasn't somebody solved this problem? Bianca Gates and Marissa Sharkey are a pair made in shoe heaven. The entrepreneurial duo is behind the women's footwear brand, Birdies, that combines style, comfort, and versatility. They're stylish flats and they look great, but they're secretly a slipper. The idea for Birdies was hatched in 2015, the year Bianca and Marissa became friends while living in Manhattan. Tell me how you met. Our husbands were going to business school on the West Coast, and they made the connection that their girlfriends at the time were living in New York, and they should set us up. But we totally hit it off because we both just have a love of entertaining friends and family, and we are both incredibly driven professionally. Bianca was working at Facebook overseeing retail partnerships, and Marissa was group vice president of strategy at Ross Stores. One day, Bianca sent Marissa an idea. And I just texted her stylish slippers, and she said, I'm in. The goal was to create the perfect indoor slipper, stylish enough to entertain company and comfortable after a long day. Where do you start? Well, start. first I, we started with Google. You know, how to make shoes. And that and led to nowhere. So and that's like, wait, that's literally what you did. How to literally make shoes. how to make shoes. Cutting them in our living room and gluing different things together and just kind of understanding, like, what are the components in here? What we learned very quickly is that slippers are made in a slipper factory and shoes are made in a shoe factory. And we wanted to combine those two things, and that was unheard of. They invested $100,000 to start the business found a manufacturer, and nine months later launched Birdies with just 1,800 pairs of slippers. We couldn't afford to buy half sizes, okay. so we only had full sizes, which is insane because they're meant to fit you perfectly. Right. So it was a bit of a disaster. Their initial investment went entirely to production costs. So with no money left for advertising or marketing, they hosted trunk shows and pop-up sales among friends, family, and acquaintances. We had celebrity stylists reaching out. We had editors reaching out, wanting to talk about the social slipper. Birdie's success soared once the duo sent a pair to Meghan Markle in 2016. She would be caught by paparazzi just wearing us. And then there was speculation that she was dating Prince Harry, and we thought, gosh, can you even believe like, <laughs> right. if, if she's There's dating a prince? Right. You know? And they had announced their engagement, and the headlines everywhere were birdies, the slipper fit for a princess. <laughs> and it just was like, we just 
could not believe it. I have the chills. Right. It's like yeah. if you wrote the book. Totally. You, you can't, you can't write, write the book. book. You right. just have like to Cinderella. be. It's like yeah. Cinderella. They sold out quickly and had a 30,000 person wait list. Bianca and Marissa then raised more funds to create more versatile shoes. We introduced like a broader product line, not just shoes that you would necessarily want to wear at home, but sneakers that were very comfortable. Birdies has sold over 1 million pairs to date. They credit their massive success to creating the business one step at a time. I think a lot of times entrepreneurs get tripped up on, well, I need to raise capital and I need, you know, what's the long-term plan and world domination? And we always just say, just start small. Just start with whatever you have in front of you and being unafraid to ask questions. To this day, I think people are annoyed with all of our questions, but at the same time, that's what's made us successful. I'm really excited about these. They feel like I, clouds. I know. We tried a pair here. So Bianca and Marissa told Jill they're, ho- they're hoping to take birdies international. And they sent us each a pair of birdies. I have on, these are called the Game Changers. I love uh, Which those. is part of their partnership with Angel City Football Club huh. with a goal of empowering women. I they like feel those. like you're walking on clouds. And they match and your outfit. They do. And then yeah. Dylan has this on the, the Falcon. The Falcon. I just Ooh. love these. For ah! And it's they're like cute. you could slide these on with jeans and it, they're they're padded on the bottom, so they're just really comfy. They're a new design in the Roadrunner sneaker collection. What you can't see is that it feels like you're walking on clouds. I like, like these, the ones pillowy. in front here, too. I love that. Congratulations, ladies. Yeah. Jill always finds the most um, you know, fascinating entrepreneurs. Yeah. Thank Good you, stuff. Jill. Thank and you, I, Jill. now I feel like a princess. <laughs> Except, except she's not one anymore. <laughs> Up next, Carlos and Alexa Pinavega are here to talk about their new book. We're going to get an update on what's next for Big Time Rush. PTR, baby. Um, and then a little bit later, we've got the buzziest books of the month, including a love story that's going to hit the big screen next week. All that and more when the third hour of today rolls on. I like the rose gold. with a one dynamic duo. You know Carlos Pinavega is part of that that energetic boy band Big Time Rush. And of course, his wife Alexa Pinavega, she rose to fame as Carmen Cortez in the Spy Kids franchise. Well, now, now the couple is releasing their third book and it's titled Love is the Point, 100 Days of God's Love for You and How to Share It with Those Around You. And they are here this morning to tell us all about it. Carlos Alexa, welcome back. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Welcome back. You feel like a part of the family now. <laughs> Absolutely. You are. So it's a, it, the book is a 100, and you've got a copy of it. Right here, yeah. It's a 100-day devotional. And there's a faith component to it, sure. but it's not just for people who are of faith. This is filled with stuff that everyone can do. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all love love. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and we all need to love and, yes. and the world needs love. Yeah. You know, we were talking about how on social media, such a self-focused world nowadays because of social media, that the more we can help by giving back, the more we can focus on loving other people and serving other people. It's such a fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why people feel this void right now in their lives is because when, you have, when you're so inner focused, you don't feel complete because that's not what we were called to do. We were mm-hmm. called to serve. And this book is just how to serve. We hear the phrase spread love and you talk about it in your book. But what does that really mean? Like when you're spreading love, how do you put spreading that into love. action realistically? <laughs> so many ways. So many. So we try and give you a hundred ways to, <laughs> to spread that love. For like one example, my sister, it, there was this season in her life where she didn't necessarily, necessarily have 
money to give people. But she said she was driving down the side of the road and she passed this homeless guy and she just felt this pulling on her heart that she needed to go sit down and talk with him. Not just drive by him or give him a dollar or whatever she (laughs) had. So she pulled over. She found a watermelon in the back of her car that she like purchased and a pocket knife. So she sat down with him and she cut the watermelon open and they sat there for an hour just talking about life and sharing this watermelon together. And that has stuck with me for years because it was such a powerful, simple moment. Mm. And that's how you can give back. It's not just money. It's not just like, you know, raising like all, all yeah. of this, these yeah. funds. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just it's just time, time. and yes. listening yeah. to what they have to say. What my pastor used to call it the ministry of presence. Mm. Yes, yes, I the love that. I like that. Oh, that's gold. Mm-hmm. That's gold. And, and you guys both live, you live in Lahaina mm-hmm. and uh, yes. your house mm-hmm. was, was spared. But, what? you know, love is also being of service. And you guys have found a way to try to help those who were less fortunate. Yeah, I mean, what what happened in Maui is just, it's it's devastating. And we went back right after tour and just seeing everything and seeing the people, our friends lost their homes. Uh, and just, it, it's, 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 it's a really hard time. But what's been beautiful is seeing the community come together. The, the, the amount of people who are like, hey, listen, we can wait on people or we can do this ourselves right now. And everyone's coming together. They're, they're you know, uh, gathering supplies, up. showing up. Um, and and so... We started a website, loveisthepoint.org, and it literally, we, 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 it, it has tons of families on there who are you verified, know, in, verified in need. And if you want to you know, go on there and help them directly through Venmo, PayPal, anything you can. And we also teamed up with, with a nonprofit so we can get people like, you know, who want those tax benefits can go in. And our thing is, let's just help these people out. Yeah. They need cars. They need, obviously, food and supplies. But they got to pay their mortgages, even though their houses aren't there. Yeah. Got to keep this thing it's going. Crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, these these properties have been in their family for generations, right. and we don't want to see them lose that mm. because of this devastation. So, we're just trying to find any way to keep the land in their hands. Oh, that's good. You guys are incredible. It's no wonder you have such a, a huge following. There were fans out here at four thirty this morning waiting for you guys to get here. Amazing. You just wrapped up. It's surreal. The big time rush oh, tour. Well. There you guys oh, are. I wondered I mean, about like, that when I pulled up this morning. I'm like, who? Who's here? Oh my god. <laughs> No, and, and you were so loving to all of them. The, those girls are incredible right there. Uh, so oh, she's bi- crying. Big Time Rush just finished May. our tour, mm-hmm. and those girls showed up. I mean, I think probably 20, 30 shows. Really? really? Yeah. And yeah. it's just unreal. Other fans, your kids showed up at the at uh, all the shows. I mean, what's it like going on tour and traveling on a bus it's with incredible your it's incredible you know for carlos i'm sure he was exhausted every night but for us as a family you know it, our industry is very strange and unique and oftentimes you see families breaking apart in the entertainment industry because you're pulled apart yeah. we decided early on and it was something that my mother did with us growing up was it didn't matter the project or where we were we traveled as a family wow. they had like we like it's all about having a mother and a father like really teaming up right. together to raise our kids. So. You know, I thought she was my biggest fan right here, but my daughter has turned out to be my biggest fan. <laughs> she did. She Rio, took my place. Rio, every night. Daddy sing? Daddy sing? Daddy sing? I was like, yes, for you. That must be cool. And that rock star <laughs> lifestyle, you know, everybody else is going out partying and you go back to the bus and change diapers. I change diapers. <laughs> true. And you wouldn't have it any other no, way. I love it. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's great. Oh. You guys are great. You're welcome here anytime, Carlos. Thank you, guys. Alexa, we love what you're doing. Uh, by the way, that new book we were talking about, Love is the Point, 
aptly titled, it's out right now. Love is the point. I love that. All right. Well, speaking of books, up next, it's time to snuggle up with a good read. Asik author Jessica Knoll, best known for her novel Luckiest Girl Alive turned Netflix film, has her best picks for us. We'll go over that. And then later, meal prepping made easy. One pot of bolognese served two ways. That's great for your entire family. We're going to show you how to do it. We'll be right back. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. All right, grab a pen or a pencil because it is National Read-A-Book Day, and you are going to want to write down our list of this month's buzziest books. We have author Jessica Knoll, who wrote the best-selling novels The Favorite Sister and Luckiest Girl Alive, which was adapted into a hit Netflix film starring Mila Kunis. She's coming out with a new thriller, by the way, Bright Young Women, coming out September 19th. Congratulations for that. Talk about a busy woman. Uh, She's here to round up some of her favorite book picks. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome, and congratulations. Thank you so much. Happy to be here on National Book Day. I love that. Okay, so let's (laughs) jump right into the book recommendations. You're the thriller expert here. So let's talk about a new page turner that you want us to pick up. Yes. So just another missing person by Jillian McAllister. So Jillian McAllister wrote last summer's blockbuster, Wrong Place, Wrong Time. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited for her new one to come out. It does not disappoint. You think it's a story about a missing girl and the detective assigned to investigate her case. But you quickly find out that the detective is hiding a dark family secret and that she is corruptible. And so she is blackmailed into framing the wrong person. Oh, wow. And the twists just keep coming. They don't stop. Love the sound of that. So so you know what it's like to have a book turned into a movie. What's another a book that's into a movie that you like? Yes. The Statistical Probability of Love at First Sight, an excellent title. They shortened it slightly for the Netflix version that's coming out next week to Love at First Sight. Okay. It is starring Haley Lou Richardson, who I know oh, is a yeah. friend of yeah. the Today yeah. Show. Yeah. Um, and people might remember her from the second season of White Lotus. Um, this is a super fast, super sweet read. Book fans are so excited to finally get this adaptation. Um, it's about two people who are seated next to each other on a seven-hour flight from New York City to London who strike up a connection and mm-hmm. share a kiss. And then they oh, lose track of each other once they get to Heathrow. And so they are determined to find one another because they believe Well, this is weird because that happened to Chanel. I know. That's what? Oh. I guess I in common. That's a fun <laughs> it's a great premise. I, uh, I know we're into September now, but for those folks who still want just that one last easy beach read. Yes, yes. So The Sunset Crowd by Karen Tanaby. Oh, God, the cover's gorgeous. Yeah, it transports you back to 1970s Hollywood. It's like 
young Hollywood movies, and it's definitely inspired by The Great Gatsby. In fact, it mm. opens with a line from The Great Gatsby, but Tanaby has made all of the characters women. So mm. our Nick Carraway is B, who is a photographer, and she kind of captures the ins and outs of her cool crowd. And like The Great Gatsby, you can tell this is hurtling to kind of an inevitable end. And this does not disappoint, but it's also gorgeous ride to get there. Jessica, this this next book for folks who like to read and laugh at the same time. You maintain this one made you laugh out loud. The Rachel Incident by Carolyn O'Donoghue. I can't remember the last time I laughed this hard at a book. And she's so clever and witty line by line. This is probably one of the best books I've read this year. Uh, Yes, yes. Take it. You want to laugh out Um, loud? So Rachel is a young woman, just graduated college, and she takes a job at a bookstore, and she's instantly drawn to her colleague, James. James is gay. Rachel is straight. It's very Will and Grace. They Mm -hmm. have this instant friend love at first sight kind of connection, and they get up to no good together. And it really just brings you back to those kind of intoxicating days of your 20s where mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out who you are, but having so much fun in the process. Oh, love oh, that. I love Cheers that. to those days. Um, okay. <laughs> exactly. wow. This next book is fitting uh, the September house. I loved this oh, one so dark. much. It's, it's, a go- it's a ghost story, but it's actually very humorous and very touching. Ultimately, it turns into a mother-daughter story, mm-hmm. and it's about their relationship. But this house that they buy... Every September, the walls bleed blood. Oh, I mean, Lord. what else would you bleed but blood? But <laughs> Maybe they should um, move out. And the, they can't because it was too good of a deal. And oh, the house is gorgeous. Oh. And we know what mortgage rates are right now. So they're <laughs> not moving out of this house. Wow. It's great. It's scary it's, to read. It's not really. It's yeah. cozy. It's okay. like a cozy Unless you're a painter. Mystery. Cozy. Yeah. Cozy. <laughs> <laughs> until every September. They go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jessica, your latest novel, Bright Young Woman, Women, uh, it's inspired by... Some real-life crimes committed by Ted Bundy. That's Mm. that's a little dark. It is, but I think that, it, like the title, there is kind of a bright—I take a bright point of view to this, and I wanted to highlight the women who I think history has forgotten. Mm. And um, I thought I knew everything there was to know about Ted Bundy and his crimes, and when I started researching it, I realized— we don't know everything, and we really got the story wrong. Um, and I'm really drawn to, to kind of correcting the narrative. Um, mm. That's what I like to write. That's what I like to read. So um, hopefully you'll pick it up, and you'll learn something new about the case. And, you know, I hope that I've honored the, you know, the women who had who who did survive him and the women who didn't. I can tell oh, you're passionate about I'm it. I'm very yeah. passionate about That's it, great. yes. Jessica, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Again, Jessica's latest thriller, Bright Young Women, comes out September 19th, and if you would like to see her picks there on the table, just head to today.com slash books. All right, coming up next on the third hour of today, our pal dietitian Vanessa Rosetto is here with a homemade sweet treat you do not want to miss. It's only got three ingredients. How simple is that? Third hour today, I'll be right back. Welcome back to Today Food. Returning to our routines this time of year can be a bit of a challenge, but we have you covered with some simple recipes, perfect for the whole family that you can make in no time here to help us prep 
two entrees and dessert. Registered dietitian and CEO of Culina Health, Vanessa Rossetto. Good to see you. Welcome back, Vanessa. Hello. How are you? So I'm so excited. What I love about this, you could use this for two different entrees. Yes. I think that we think of meal prep as like the same salad that we're going to eat for 10 straight days, and that's not how life really (laughs) works. So right now I have two tablespoons of olive oil. I have carrots, and I have celery. So that's cooking. We're going to add some onions. Thank you. We're going to add garlic. Mm. I say three cloves, but really, the thing about yeah. cooking is you do what you like. That's so, right. you know, if you want to add six cloves, please do that. You right. do you. Do you, boo. This is ground turkey. This is ground turkey. Guys, ground turkey has no flavor, so we need to add flavorful things to the ground turkey. Right. Okay. So, here we're going to add oregano, mm-hmm. thyme, yep. allspice, and nutmeg. All of those are a quarter nice teaspoon. Nutmeg. Yeah, but nutmeg is an eighth of a teaspoon because it is a little bit powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put that in. We're going to cook this until it's brown. We're also going to add a tablespoon a of tomato paste. paste. I'm telling you, it's uh, back to school time. This is perfect. It's perfect. It's very easy. It's a yes. good way for your kids, you know. This is such a good start for, I mean, anything. Yeah. You could literally put this That's in. Right. You can freeze it. We freeze it. We do extra so that we can make something for later. I'm also going to add a little bit of white wine. Mm, I'm going to reduce right. that down. It's going to give it That's a little bit more. That's the white wine you don't drink. Yeah, you don't. No. Well, no, no. You, you want to put you you know, I'm saying what's left after you've drink. Oh, right. Uh, yes. You only want to cook with yes. what you would drink. Yes. And then, remember, we add the salt at the end because mm-hmm. the salt is the flavor enhancer. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's going to bring out all the good flavors. And we're going to cook this ground turkey until it's brown. And then we're going to add a little bit of um, tomato sauce. And then we're okay. going to do a little bit of stuffing. Stuffed peppers. Yes. Okay. I love a stuffed pepper. I love a stuffed pepper. Oh, you're here. You're here. Okay, good. You haven't met free range Craig. I like this. Okay, so we're going to get the stuffed pepper. By the way, when you have little kids, if you want to just cut in quarters, that okay. might compel them to eat more, right? Because oh, a big, because oh, a big pepper might be overwhelming. So we're gonna peel this out, okay? Right? Mm-hmm. Then just stuff it We're in gonna there. take this mixture. No, you we're just gonna. That. This is so easy. I can do, you do it. Like? You know, it's funny. I was at a shoot yesterday in uh, where was I? In Birmingham, Alabama. And this lady comes up to me. She goes, "I love it when you guys eat." <laughs> Are you going to bake this off now? We're going to bake it off. Remember, this is already cooked. So what we're going to do is we're going to add a little bit of Mm. tomato sauce. Then we're going to put the stuffed peppers. And then we're going to bake that for Mm. 18 to 24 minutes in 425. Pepper will be done. Okay. Why do you add that tomato sauce on the bottom? Because you just get it a little bit of the pepper. And then not burn. And it's also going to keep it nice and... Um, crisp, now, not soggy. How about many pizzas you've got? Right. So this when your yummy. kids don't want to eat your the vegetables that you put in front of them, <laughs> exactly. they're not going to. They're not going to do it. You're going to use that same base, that same extra. You can make. You get this cookie cutter, right? Mm-hmm. And you can fill. Oh, this is cute. Yep. And then you can fill this muffin. What kind of what kind you of can, dough did you get? You just got. The, you can get like a you know one of those dough? Um, pizza doughs or okay. you you know whatever you know those With muffins puff pastry, puff pastry, pastry, puff pastry whatever you like puff, okay any puff pastry yeah. and so do we're do you do you <laughs> this is cooking whatever makes you happy okay and so we're gonna fill with our mixture that we made from this before. Is this is so flavorful. It's so good. Yeah. And then because we put all those spices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then the salt at the end. <laughs> and, so, and you're going to fill this up. You are going to bake it for 18 to 24 minutes at 325. Okay. And you're also going to add switched. a little bit of cheese, whatever cheese you like. This is mozzarella, but you right. can have Parmesan. And this is going to be yummy. Throw these into Pass the that to Roku. Oh. Here you go, my friend. Oh, thank you I know you're going to love it. Now tell it's us yummy. about this, uh, this simple, this easy dessert. Three ingredients. Chocolate chips, coconut butter, maple syrup. Really? You really? put it in silicone 
trays, you put it in the freezer, and then every time you want one, you pop it out. It's really great. Also, like at night, it takes a long time for you mm-hmm. to eat it. If you want, you can also add peanut butter. So you can do peanut butter to the base, and then you have a peanut butter chocolate cup. You're it's a dietitian, really... so I feel like I'm trusting you here. So yes. not, this is like guilt. we don't have to feel guilty yeah, about yeah, this one. This you... almost tastes like a pizza bite. Though. It does. It does. Yeah, this is delicious. Like a... Except you've filled it with healthy, delicious things. Mm-hmm. And, and there's all the hidden happy. vegetables in there, too. So. Your kids are happy. And everybody's you, happy. Everybody's happy. Win-win. And you didn't actually make two different meals. No. That's true. That's great. That's Vanessa, delicious. thank you so much. Yes. Delicious. I know. I make hey, delicious these food. Recipes. Only delicious food. This is I make. delicious. Yes. Guilt-free. Yes. You can, you can trust me. Eat yeah, the food thank that you. I make. For these recipes, <laughs> head to today.com slash food. And thanks to our sponsor, Instacart, for providing the ingredients for this segment. Yep. For a limited time, Instacart's offering new customers 50% off on an Instacart Plus membership for the first year. And don't forget to join us on September 18th. Mark your calendars. It's our Start Today meal prep event. It's sponsored by Instacart. It's all virtual, so anyone can attend. Just scan the QR code on the screen right now to get your tickets. And we'll be right back. Delicious. Good. I'm glad. the third hour of today, author and speaker Jay Shetty joins us to talk about his eight rules of love, how to find it, keep it, or just let it go. Let's say love one more time. Love. <laughs> uh, up next on Hoda and Jenna, we're going to catch up with actor Christopher Maloney, one of our nice. favorites. That's right. Did you ever read the book The Love Monster? I have not. Have a great Wednesday. Oh, The Love Boat. We watched that. <laughs> the Bye. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. 